from snowy yet sunny Minnesota, this is the Polaris Podcast, brought to you by the Polaris Help Center. I am Joe Zemer, and I am not an expert. But I'm going to talk to some experts today in part two of our model year 2022 special. So if you haven't listened to part one yet, get to the archives and give that a listen. Today in part two, we're continuing our deep dive into what's new with Polaris snowmobiles and Timbersled. We'll start things off by learning more about the Patriot Boost engine from Derek Zimney, who is a Polaris Snowmobiles engine program leader. Then we move the discussion to Timbersled, and for that, we'll talk with Timbersled product line director Josh Leonard. And last but not least, Matt Schiller is back on the podcast to tell us all about what's new in the world of Ride Command. So let's dive back into it and talk engines with Derek Zimney. Derek Zimney joins us now to discuss the Patriot Boost engine. If you're a loyal podcast listener, you might remember Derek from an off-road vehicle episode in which he joined us to talk about using his Ranger for utility purposes. But today he's going to talk about his day job at Polaris dealing with snowmobiles. So Derek, can you first tell us about your job and then what that means for your role in the Patriot Boost project? Yeah, it's good to be back, Joe. So I'm an engine program lead in the snowmobile division at Polaris. Well, what I do is we kind of decide what, what's the next new thing. What are we going to release for a new engine? And we take that from a concept and go through all the steps of design development validation and, and deliver that to the customer. From a high level, it's, it's all the scheduling and getting all the resources aligned and figuring out how we bring this product to, to reality. Let's talk about the reality of this product. For starters, can you just give us the basics of this new engine? What is the Patriot Boost? Yeah, so Patriot Boost is is based off of the Patriot 850 platform. So we we took this Patriot 850 engine, which was actually co-developed with this program, and Patriot Boost is the next rendition. So we're offering a turbocharged two-stroke in our snowmobile lineup now. So from a high level, uh, what does this mean? We're going to deliver 10% more power at sea level, and we're offering full altitude compensation up to 10,000 feet. So obviously this is this is really interesting for the RMK riders who, you know, as you go up in elevation with naturally aspirated engines, you're losing power and, and we're removing that hindrance now. So how similar is this to the Patriot 850 that we already know? Yeah. So if you look at the Patriot 850 base engine, what we carried over from that was a lot of the base engine component. So we have the same crankshaft connecting rods, head, all of the crank bearings, um, water pump and engine mounts. And this is all carryover from the Patriot 850. Now, if we look at what's unique to the Patriot Boost engine, it's really in the air and fuel delivery. So we have a new um, shared 48 millimeter throttle body design. We're actually using this design as well on our uh, fuel injected 600 snowcross race engine. In the Patriot Boost application, it's actually got an integrated V-band flange just to give it that positive securement to the boost box. On the fuel delivery side, we also have an auxiliary injection system delivering additional fuel needed for this boosted application. And then if you know our clean fire injection from the Patriot architecture, we're using that same proven boost port injection as well on this engine. Let's talk about the turbocharger then. Is this a brand new design? Yep, it is uh, Flaris exclusive. We co-developed this with some of the, the, ex- the best experts in the industry. It's application specific and we basically took a clean sheet and figured out what is going to make the best turbocharged two-stroke. So we started off with an all-new uh, bearing housing design. It's an aluminum bearing housing that's liquid-cooled to keep the weight down. 
the turbochargers actually orientated vertically in the in the vehicle and what this allows us to do is give us the most direct fresh air and exhaust flow path so really moving air through the engine and getting the exhaust out we're spinning the turbocharger in reverse so it's a reverse rotation and what this allows us to do is really keep our packaging size really compact the compressor scroll has actually been inverted and this helps shorten the overall height of the turbocharger and then typically you'd have like a diffuser on the turbine side to help expand the exhaust gases and give you the best efficiency and that's actually been removed from the turbocharger but we integrated it back into the muffler design so you're getting all the efficiency benefits but you're really reducing the size of that turbocharger so from a rider perspective what are the big benefits i will get from having this engine in my sled what we really set out to do is make this engine feel like our naturally aspirated engines. We wanted that same snappy, peppy response that we get out of the Patriot 850 and also deliver that ultimate power requirement. So our whole focus was really on how do we get the response that we want. So we integrated a few things. One of the things that's really helped with this is we have a very large intake read on the boost box. So when you're first accelerating, the turbocharger is not really spooled up. You're getting a, a big flow of fresh air right directly into the boost box directed at the throttle bodies to help with that acceleration until the turbocharger can catch up. So it really minimizes any lag in the system at all. So we're feeding that air through a 48-millimeter throttle body. And then on the exhaust side of it, we actually have a very large wastegate that is positioned on the tune pipe. And what this is allowing us to do is control the back pressure that would typically be produced by the turbocharger and wastegate all that excessive pressure out through the, the muffler. And what this means is the engine really can act like a naturally aspirated engine until you start building boost. And once you get some boost built up, that intake read on the boost box will close and seal and you'll start building boost pressure and then and then things are really getting fun. Let's talk power then. How much power are you talking about? What is this thing putting out? We are up 10% over the, the Patriot 850 at sea level and we're carrying this and we call it full altitude compensation. So we're carrying that same power all the way up to 10,000 feet. So to draw kind of a comparison here, at 10,000 feet compared to a Patriot 850, we're actually up about 50% in total power output. What about fuel requirements? What do I need to put in this engine? Yeah, that's a, a great question. So for this engine, we're requiring a 91 octane minimum in a turbocharged package, which is, is great. It means there's no messing around with av gas. There's no messing around with race fuel. You're getting turbocharged performance on pump fuel. When it comes to weight with this new engine, is this thing still going to be light enough for me to do what I need to do in the mountains? Yeah, we really paid a lot of attention to keeping the mass of the vehicle down as much as possible as we work through this program. So our focus was delivering on the highest power-to-weight ratio snowmobile in the mountain segment, and, and we've clearly done that. In general, if I'm heading out to the mountains, how can I expect this engine to perform when I'm at high elevation? So it, it's going to perform exactly like the Patriot 850 and Patriot 650 that, that you might be currently riding. We 
really did a lot of work to make this vehicle very drivable and uh, it's very approachable for new riders but it also delivers on that ultimate performance that our most hardcore customers have come to expect. Take us kind of back behind the curtains on this. How long of a process is developing an engine? For this particular program, we've been doing hardware development for a bit over six years now. And this really started early on with an 800HO engine and was co-developed with the Patriot 850 platform. So as we were working through the naturally aspirated Patriot 850, we were also co-developing this Patriot Boost platform. So it's been in in process here for quite a few years now. Well, Derek, we appreciate all the hard work behind the scenes and, and the time today. So thank you so much. Yep, absolutely. Great to be on again. Do you have a question about Polaris vehicles? Our Polaris product pros are here to help. We're passionate experts, men and women who live, breathe, and think outdoors every day. Reach us at 855-390-0890, Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. We turn our attention now to Timber Sled, and for that, we are happy to be joined by Josh Leonard. Josh, thanks for taking some time to chat. Would you mind giving us a quick intro and telling us about your role with Polaris and Timber Sled? I am the product line director for Timber Sled, so I oversee our site here in Sandpoint, Idaho, located way up north, right in the, the tippy top of the panhandle. I've been out here for about five years now. Well, I promise we'll get into this in more detail in another episode. But for the sake of our newer listeners and customers, can you give us a quick overview of timber sled and snow biking in general? You bet. A timber sled at its highest level is a conversion kit that will convert, for the most part, any modern dirt bike into a snow bike. So it's a pretty simple process. You take the front tire, front brake off as one assembly, put on a ski and a spindle, and you take off your rear tire, rear swing arm, rear shock, rear brake and you can actually do that keep that all as one assembly and then you slide the timber sled kit on and, and away you go you have yourself a brand new shiny snow bike that can really take you anywhere so a pretty amazing product and then you know timber sledding um, the sport in itself is, is a pretty amazing experience it's if you've never done it it's something you really need to try they're significantly easier than one would think just by watching them it's a really intuitive process kind of like riding a bike and uh, it really really makes the backcountry snow biking accessible and uh, as well as you know riding around in the midwest on racetracks and things like that if you're into motocross it's a really cool experience and let's talk about model year 22 why don't we start with the riot 3 what is this model of timber sled all about and how is it different from other timber sled models that already are in the lineup uh, i'll answer that by starting with the, the models that are currently in the lineup that that kind of spawned into this particular model in the riot 3 so back in model year 20 we launched two models. We launched the Riot, which is really all about creating the most dirt bike-like experience on the snow. So a very rider reactive um, experience. If you want to carry the front ski, you lean back and twist the throttle just like you would on your dirt bike if you wanted to carry your front wheel over an obstacle. That year, we also launched Aero 3, which is a extreme backcountry monster. So really targeted at the steep and deep backcountry mobility. It has the industry's only three-inch lug on a snow bike, so it gives it really incredible traction and mobility in the deep snow on those steep side hills. And what Riot 3 is, is the mixture, the, the blend of both of those two products. So now you get 
the backcountry capability of an Arrow 3 with the playful fun factor of a Riot. Turning now to the S models, the, the S models are a relatively new introduction. What models are now available with that S option? Almost all of them. Actually, um, if you look across our Riot and our Arrow lineup, all of the models are, and trim levels are available as S models. The only model that is excluded from an S package would be our Arrow 137. So for those who are new this year, can you tell us what the S models are all about and what sort of rider might be interested in one of those models? The best way to describe it would be the S stands for slammed. So what we did with the S models is we pulled three inches out of the seat height. Ultimately, we ended up pulling that out of the suspension and the spindle. So we dropped the whole bike three inches. What that does is it pulls the center of gravity of the bike down and it makes an incredible difference in how the bike handles. So you get way more confidence when you're standing over the bike. Now your, your feet can touch the floor confidently, so you're more comfortable in the saddle. There's an incredible difference in the agility of the bike. So with that lower center of gravity, it gives you more of a nimble feel as you're cutting through the trees. So think of a sports car versus a pickup truck. You have way more agility with a, a sports car that's lower to the ground, has that lower center of gravity. So that's really what the S models are all about. Um, they also provide a more efficient track path. When we drop that suspension down, the track spins in a much more efficient way. And what that does is allows the bike to put more power to the snow. So where that comes into play is for a lot of those people out there that are riding 250cc dirt bikes, there's sort of been this stigma that you had to have a 450 if you wanted to have a snow bike. And that's just not true. With a S model especially, you can put all that power to the snow and really have a phenomenal experience on, on basically any dirt bike that's in your garage. So I think that kind of frames up what S models are about. Another thing customers might notice this year are the sport premium and pro trim levels. How are they going to know what trim level is right for them? What are those all about? Okay, so starting at, we'll, we'll say the bottom. So working from the bottom to the top, we have at the base would be our sport model. And that's really about delivering maximum value. So you're going to get all of the, the toughness that timber sled is known for and a pretty phenomenal ride. Those, sh those uh, kits come with timber sled IFP shocks or inter internal floating piston. So they deliver a really phenomenal ride experience. For those riders that are craving a little bit more out of their bike and out of their kits, you can move up to what we're calling the premium trim level. So that's going to give you Fox QS3 suspension. And it'll give you some uh, painted components throughout the kit. So you get painted rails, which gives it some style factor as well. And for those riders that are really craving the absolute best of the best is going to be the pro package. And the pro models, you're going to get Fox QS3 internal bypass shocks. So those are going to be position sensitive, ultra lightweight suspension components. And the, the technology in those shocks has really trickled down actually from off-road truck racing. Um, it's also a shock that we've used in our race kits for the past several years. So we've really spent some time developing this shock, designing it to work in the snow bikes. And it's, uh, it's super exciting to be able to bring that to market this year with the pro models. Another thing you're going to get with those pro kits is ultra lightweight driveline. So we take out about two pounds of rotating mass on the driveline in the pro models. So really cool feature there in that you get almost immediate throttle response when you take that kind of rotating mass out. Um, and then you get custom colors as well. So you get matched rails, bumpers, frame components, painted suspension arms. So really 
top-notch look to match the top-notch performance with those as well. I know we've talked about snow check a lot throughout this episode, but Josh, just to remind everyone, what are going to be the snow check exclusive models and trim levels that they should be keeping an eye out for if they're going to snow check? So we have three models basically that are going to be snow check exclusive. It's going to be the Riot 3 in the pro trim, the Arrow 3 in that pro trim level, and then our race specific kit, which is the 120 SX. All right, let's turn our attention then to some accessories. Are there new accessories people should be on the lookout for this year for model year 22? Certainly. Yeah, we just made a really cool upgrade to the TSS. So if you've been around snow bikes, you know what that is. That's the timber sled suspension strut. Uh, Really the number one performance accessory upgrade that you can make to a snow bike. It adds about 20% suspension travel to the rear end. And this year we added in QSL technology. So we gave the shock basically three easy settings that you can that the rider can choose from you have soft firm and then a lockout setting and that lockout setting works really well when you're off trail or for those riders that want to maximize their weight transfer and the playfulness in a riot chassis that new qsl tss works really well for that chassis another thing that's new this year is the trio is now capable with s models so the trio is an additional front suspension that help supplement your front forks and stiffen up that ride and really provides a balanced suspension uh, across your dirt bike and your snow bike. Uh, it also allows you to convert your bike back and forth from, from dirt to snow without having to go through the trouble of, of re-valving and putting different springs in your forks. So um, significantly easier when it comes to the convertibility of your dirt bike. Uh, another thing is we launched three new accessories by partnering with some industry leaders across from the dirt bike market. So partnering with Cycra on some handguards, have a really cool toolkit by working with Cruise Tools that's designed to basically be able to service your dirt bike and your snow bike kit. So now you don't need to worry about carrying multiple toolkits or robbing stuff from your from your toolbox at home. You can get everything you need with that. And then we also partnered with Rigid Industries to come out with a snow bike specific uh, LED light kit. Well, Josh, thanks so much for the time and all that information. Let's talk Timber Sled again real soon, okay? Love to do it. Now it's time to talk Ride Command, and joining us now is Polaris Digital Product Leader Matt Schiller. Matt, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks. Great to be here. So what are some of the major changes for model year 2022 when it comes to Ride Command? Yeah, we've really been focusing on you know the, the awesome features that we delivered last year on the, the new 7S display. And trying to think about, you know, what are, what are some new ways that we could add more functionality for riders to, to really improve that overall experience that they get while out riding or getting ready to go ride. So a few things I'd, I'd like to highlight that are new for this year. Uh, one of the biggest changes that we added was the ability during a group ride to actually send messages to the rest of your group easily right from the 7S display. Um, this works using the same vehicle-to-vehicle antennas that, you know, we introduced last year. So you do not need any cellular connectivity to do this. Um, And it just makes it really nice. It builds upon, you know, the ability to not only see somebody on a map, but now if one of your group members was stopped and you see that they stopped on the map, um, they can easily send you a, a, you know, a quick message saying, hey, it stopped for a minute or, you know, something like that, a a thumbs up kind of a message to know, you know, that they're okay yet um, just makes that whole experience so much more seamless. So we've got uh, several kind of pre-canned messages that are there, things like low on gas or everything's okay, you know, those kinds of messages that you can easily tap on the screen to send to the whole group. 
or if you are stopped and the vehicle's not moving, you can actually type out a short message, you know, just using the, the built-in keyboard there to send a, a quick message to the group. When that message gets sent out, everyone else in the group on their 7S display will see who that message was from and the content of the message, and you actually get, uh, much like text messaging on your phone, a, a history of those messages uh, for that group. It's a really, really nice feature just to be able to add that, you know, extra context of, you know, being able to communicate a little bit more than, you know, just seeing a, a point on a map, you know, and, and direction of travel and that kind of thing. So really, really cool feature added to, to group ride. Um, next one that we added. So in last year, if you wanted to do things like syncing content from your account down to your 7S display for rides and, you know, waypoints, things like that, you had to do a, a Bluetooth tether through your phone. And, you know, we know that not all cell carriers support that, you know, not all cell phone plans support that. So this year we added uh, the ability to do Wi-Fi. So not only can you connect, you know, Wi-Fi like to your garage while your, you know, vehicle is at home and be able to transfer any of that stuff, but you can actually do a Wi-Fi hotspot from your mobile device as well uh, while you're out riding. And it's just a, a lot easier experience to, uh, to do that. Uh, it tends to be a much more reliable connection. Um, it easily comes back to life when you start the vehicle again versus having to do that through Bluetooth like you did last year. So it just really makes that connection process a lot easier, uh, a lot more reliable. And, you know, that way you can move that content, tracks, rides, all that kind of stuff to and from your account on and off the vehicle a lot easier. In addition to that, then we added the ability to actually have satellite tiles now as a base map layer. So that's using that connection that you would give your you know, 7S display via a Wi-Fi hotspot. But instead of just having the, the base maps before, which, you know, had like a contour lines and hill shading and that, now you can actually switch over to satellite tiles and be able to display the actual, you know, satellite imagery of the terrain that you're driving on. So if things like, you know, hey, I know this particular waypoint I'm going is next to this big open field. It's just really easy to see that now adds a whole other dimension to being able to have the information you need while you're out driving. And last one that we added is the ability to do over-the-air updates. So with all of our you know, previous displays on snowmobiles, you had to download that software package from the website, put it on a USB stick, make sure it's formatted correctly, bring it out to your snowmobile, plug it in, go through the menus and do the update that way. This new software that we're adding now has the ability to do all that stuff over the air. So if you connect to your Wi-Fi uh, right from the 7S display, whenever we push out a new software update, you'll get a notification right on there that a software update uh, is ready or has been installed. And you don't have to do any work at all, no USB drives anymore to, uh, to accomplish that. So those are a couple of the, the bigger features that we added this year. So a lot of things to just make the whole experience better and easier for, for our riders. Well, one of the exciting additions to the lineup are the models with the Patriot Boost engine. Is there anything new for those models ride command wise? Yeah, we added a couple of a couple of things into the 7S display to uh, you know, specific for the new Boost model. So, you know, knowing that, you know, an engine break-in is is really important on those vehicles, we added actually a a meter on there, basically a, an engine break-in percentage. So, as you have your new snowmobile, you can you know, make sure you're doing that proper break-in. It'll actually show you when you get to 100% and, and then you're really ready to uh, really experience that vehicle at that point. So it makes it really nice to know exactly where you're at in that process and be able to follow that follow that well for the, for the life of your vehicle. Um, and then another one uh, in the configurable gauges 
that we have on the 7S display where you can pick and choose all the different data and values that you want to see in the different layouts. Uh, we added a boost gauge onto there so you can actually see uh, the amount of boost being you know, fed through that turbocharger on there as you're, as you're riding and as you're you know, out doing your thing on your snowmobile. Well, one other thing I want to ask you about, Matt, while we got you here, it's not necessarily snowmobile specific, but a new feature in Ride Command is Ride Command Community. Can you give us an overview of what that is and how people can use it? Yeah, absolutely. We're really excited about that. Uh, we made that live a uh, handful of months ago. Um, but really what it is is the ability for riders to share their awesome content with other riders without having to you know, know exactly who that person is or share it to them directly, but being able to build this community where if you just went and did a really cool ride or you've got a, a really awesome overlook or something like that that you think you want to share with the community, you can do that right through the uh, mobile app or through the website and just easily share that piece of content. Others can then go discover where it is either by you know just seeing that in the activity feed or they can go and search by location or if it's an event or you know by content type and be able to discover you know, a bunch of more interesting things than, you know, we've got a whole bunch of trail data, but that doesn't necessarily tell you if it's going to be a great ride or if it's a, a ride that you're looking for. So just another way to discover really cool content and be able to get that into your own account. So you can save those items to your own account. And then, you know, again, connecting that Wi-Fi on your 7S display, you'd be able to actually grab that ride track and bring it right down to your own vehicle. So you can go ride that exact same thing. It's a really cool feature, uh, being able to do that. Encourage everybody to go take a look at it. If you've got some really cool rides or anything else in your in your own account that you want to share, uh, definitely do that. Awesome, Matt. Well, thank you for sharing all the information with us and helping us understand what's new for 22. Absolutely. Good to be here. A big thank you to Derek, Josh, and Matt. As you can guess, this is a pretty busy time for them, so we appreciate them carving out some time in their schedules. And as always, a massive thanks goes out to all of you for downloading, listening, and subscribing to the Polaris Podcast. A special hello to all of our new listeners. If you like what you've heard, please consider leaving us a five-star review, and then make sure you've hit that subscribe button. If you are new, make sure to browse some past episodes. Again, if you didn't catch part one of this special, you'll want to give that a listen to learn more about Snowcheck and the additions to the Polaris Snowmobiles lineup. If you are looking for more information on Snowcheck, also make sure to check the links in the description of this episode. There you can also find links to our Polaris Snowmobiles and Timbersled dealer locators. And you'll find out how to contact us, because if you have a question or an idea for a future episode, we want to hear from you. So thanks again and take care of yourselves, everyone. Until next time, this has been the Polaris Podcast. Hi, you've reached Joe. Sorry I missed your call. Please leave me your name, your number, and a short message, and I'll get right back to you. Thanks, and have a great day. Straight to voicemail. Okay, Joe, you need to tell them that the Polaris Health Center is their first stop for vehicle information, maintenance tips, and how-to videos. All they have to do is look for the help button in the upper right-hand corner of any Polaris brand website. They also need to remember that all riders should always wear helmets, eye protection, and protective clothing and footwear. Read, understand, and follow their owner's manual. Never ride under the influence of drugs or alcohol. And always ride within the limits of your own abilities and never engage in stunt or exhibition driving. Next time, answer your phone. Okay, bye.